This ain't for you He's coming at ya This ape's for you He wants to love you This Apes for You, a whole podcast just talking about Planet of the Apes. I'm Kevin. And I'm Chris. That was a silly intro, but I like it. I'm going to stay with it. Apes, apes, apes. (laughs) Yay, apes. Uh, This is the first episode back uh, after uh, our hiatus. I had a computer issue and I had to buy a whole new one. And we got this brand spanking new machine. It looks sleek. Yeah, I put a sticker of a ghost on it. It's... It's a really cool sticker. It's a phantom. Uh, we are glad to be back. Uh, you've probably heard a few episodes between uh, when the hiatus of this show started and the hiatus of us recording starts. That's podcast magic. <laughs> How did they do it? And we are back with Return of the Planet of the Apes. This amazing cartoon spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this ridiculous thing... Uh, that, I, I don't know, it's still a, a slog, but it's entertaining. Okay, and we we hit a road bump right at the beginning. We, we kind of addressed it in a previous well, episode. We, we did. We mentioned, oh, things are out of order. It's like, oh, but we're just going to keep slogging on. Well, I think even in that episode, we were like, okay, we looked it up on IMDb. They say these mm-hmm. are the release dates, mm-hmm. so we're just going to follow that. Yeah. Uh, we were wrong. Uh, IMDb was wrong. IMDb was wrong. We were wrong to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should always at least check your answers with one other source. Yeah. Even if you think that you're... Because, like, who's going to think that, that IMDb would be wrong? Right. But in this instance, it was. And it just had some of the titles were mismatched. All the actual air dates... Were the correct were, air like, dates. Were correct air dates, but it was just that some wrong. of the titles were switched. Yeah. So, so we started watching in the wrong order, but we're back on the right order now. Well, we will be on the second episode that we talk <laughs> about in this episode of the podcast. Yes. Tonight, <laughs> today, whenever you're listening yeah, to Yeah, you this. could be listening to it during the day or yeah, night. Who knows? If it's night, good evening to you. We're recording at night. <laughs> if it's day, I hope you have a good day today. Okay, so uh, we start with The Unearthly Prophecy. And then the uh, the next episode that will poop on Ice Mountain. It's called ter- Terror on Ice Mountain. Terror close. on Ice Mountain. And um, once we hit Terror on Ice Mountain, everything will be in order from then on out. Mm-hmm. It'll just be a couple of the last episodes we saw were jumbled a bit, you know. Yeah, but now we'll we're back on track. And uh, if if as we figure it out, we may address like those previous connections. We're like, so this is what happened after such and such. Right. Uh, we'll say that in the episode, I'm sure. Maybe we won't. Maybe I tricked you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the unearthly prophecy uh, begins with uh, Urko's envoy looking for the underdwellers. Right. Right. Uh, going through the desert. Um, and uh, and they're also they don't know Bill and Jeff who just got away from them and in the previous episode, right? Was the tunnel? Yeah. Tunnel of terror. Yeah. Um, which we, so this was, this was the right episode after the last one we watched for the podcast. 
It just wasn't in the right order for all of them. <laughs> right. right. Um, so, uh, so Bill and Jeff are, are running away from Urko, and Urko's looking for the Underdwellers, but finds them first. Well, uh, just he just spots um, Bill, Bill, who's just, just standing. She's just standing out there. And he's like, <laughs> "What's that column of smoke?" Yeah, is it a dust storm? Uh, and they have binoculars and see him clearly in his light blue shirt and white trousers. And, and uh, Urko just uh, is like, "Oh, a twofer. We'll find the underdwellers and we'll catch the humanoids." Yeah, yeah. And so as this is going on, suddenly these mountains start popping up in front of them. Yeah. And, well, of course, we're like, oh, it's the Mutos. Yeah, we know it's that. Got, like, the Skin Facers, right? They have powers over this stuff. Um, but it's like, well, then this trap door opens, and some lightning stuff comes out. Yeah, is that, it was, I thought that was maybe a poor translation of lasers. They were like, lasers shoot out, and then the animators... Bless their hearts. Did just like, shot lightning out. Cool, cool, cool lightning bolts. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out what was happening. Yeah, but it's like, I think they explained it away like, oh, the mountains came up because they were wanting to open this trap door to like hide the trap door. But, but to it's let like the lasers out. The the and the mountains bring more attention to the whole thing. Like they yeah. wouldn't have known it was going on at all if a trap door just came. Yeah. Out. You know, they would have just been like, oh, where'd those humans go? Yeah. Instead of, the mountains hid the humans who then got away. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, anyway they, they escaped down into the underdwellers area. Here's the problem with that, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> here's a problem <laughs> with all that. Is this is a show with minimal animation, as we've talked about many times. Yeah. Uh, why why would they do that and create more animation for themselves? <laughs> Don't yeah, they want to not? It's all just moving cells around for them at this point. Like, that's pretty much... Uh, Bill and Jeff decide that they need to get away by jumping down the hole. They're like, we'll die if we stay out here. We don't know what's down there. Let's take our chances. Yeah. And they jump down the hole. Now, in whatever we're watching order... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is where they figure out that they're on Earth. But in previous episodes, we've seen that. Yeah, they, they've been like, oh, I had a car like that. Yeah. Um, so this is this is their actual moment where... they're. At, I noticed they're actually... Um, I'm going to say the word actual a whole bunch in a row, I guess. Uh, have, like, their eyes are drawn wide and their eyebrows are up. There's a lot more face animation in this bit yeah. than there has been in any of the rest of the show. Because they're finding out it's Earth. Uh, they kind of go through the same thing Brent does, where they see, like, the New York Public Library. Yeah, yeah, it's all the major, you know... Brent things. from the uh, second Planet of the Apes movie. Beneath, beneath the Planet, Planet of the Apes. Apes. Which is where they are right now, beneath Actually, Return beneath, to the Planet <laughs> of the Beneath Return to the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Zaius, uh, you know, uh, goes and shows up at Cornelius and Zira's place and is just like, hey, Urko may have found your friend, that, uh, that humanoid, old blue eyes. Yeah, remember, and... if we find out he can talk, we get to kill him. Uh, yeah, just... We have to. By the way, I wanted to remind you that we we're gonna kill your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrible. I don't know why I'm laughing. I mean, well, so I just <laughs> the idea that Zayas shows up to do that to them. Yeah. Oh, hey, we we heard about this. <laughs> um. Then, then uh. Well, 
Well, wait, wait, wait. And I have something else to say what? about this. Because at this point, <laughs> Zira says something like, well, isn't this a good thing so that so then he can prove that he can't talk? And it's like, well, wait, he can talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, I was going to prove he can't talk. I mean, by not talking, uh, but... But still, it's just like, no. Just let him be on the run or help him or whatever you need to do, Zira. And then she kind of posits the question, like, why does... Why does Zayas want him dead so much? Like, Yeah, what what kind of a um, threat? Why does he see them as a threat? I think that might be, just to project, might be part of Cornelius and Zira's future plots. Is Now that they're they're wondering why, why Zayas thinks they're such a threat. Right, why, why can't we work together with humans? Which we'll see them do in the next episode. Yeah. There's, uh, uh, Bill and Jeff are, are hiding underground, and they're, like, hi- uh, hiding from Urko, but also, all of a sudden, the skin facers show up. Only, they're not really skin facers, the way we've seen them in Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Right, they just have hood- hoods up. You don't see them very yeah. well at all. They're green, they're green lanterns? No, they're <laughs> grim reapers. Green Lantern, yeah. Grim Reaper, same dip. <laughs> um, they're like Grim Reapers, but you don't see their faces at all, and, and except there's sometimes eyes, red eyes. Yeah, they have laser eyes. They definitely have laser eyes. Which is cool, like, that step up for the skin facers. I mean, Ziffel and Ollie would be all over that. They did the laser eyes song. <laughs> then the skin facers, oh, should we just keep calling them that? They're not really skin facers. They're underdwellers. Right, they so, call them, a, they dwell under. Yeah, so the underdwellers uh, start turning on all the turbines and computers and stuff. Yeah, and it's a lot of really futuristic uh, computers and machines and all sorts of stuff to help all their, uh, all their, um... A sleight of hand tricks work up up above on the surface. Yeah, it's not a psychic thing like in the movies. Well, it, well is. It, it kind of is because as it breaks down, the main guy like gets in it and powers it all with his mind. Right, and we'll get to that. But they they show the throne module that's like a yeah, chair that's hooked up to all this turbine. Right, and right, and, and it all seems to to work for itself pretty well. But then I guess you can work it with your mind. With your too. mind, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, the skin facer underdwellers <laughs> uh, <laughs> walk into like a congregation, like a church, and they're all chanting Usa. Yeah. Although at first we weren't really sure what they were chanting at all. I, I wrote it a couple um, couple ways. I wrote Usa, Husa, Busa. It sounds it, they're kind of all over the place. Usha, U S H A. Oh. Um, and so they, uh, Jim, Jim, Jim and Pam, no, Bill, Bill and Jeff, <laughs> I'm having so much trouble with their names in this episode, I have no idea why. Uh, <laughs> so Tango and Cash go in and see the church. <laughs> Tango and Cash. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. I should probably start with, like, their actual name, thing. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I said it matter-of-factly. Like, oh, and that's their names. So Bill and Jeff follow the underdwellers into the church, and they see Judy, like, in front of the whole congregation. 
And instead of, like, waiting around to catch her after the service, they just, like, run up the aisle and they're like, Hey! Judy, it's us! Judy! Remember us? Look over here! Oh my gosh. Like, like, is that the thing to do? They even run up the middle of the aisle. Yeah, they really... I don't understand. Uh, but but you uh, well okay we do have to think that no matter what order you watch these episodes in they lost Judy a little while ago yeah so it's, it's pretty amazing to even see her again yeah they then get laser KO'd like immediately they just get knocked yeah. out by somebody's laser eyes well because they jumped out in the middle I of know. a nice service like I don't even think that they were in the wrong to knock them out like, <laughs> hey this is a family service this is. We're preaching the underdweller Jesus or whatever they believe. The Alpha and Omega bomb, really. Uh, <laughs> She's our Judy Usa now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Judy Usa is what they call her. They call her Usa. <laughs> um, when they wake up, uh, they, the head of the underdwellers in, introduces himself. His name is Crator. Mm-hmm. Cr- how do you spell it? <laughs> oh. Uh... <laughs> K R A Y T O R. Oh, I just without the Y, K R A T O R. That could be Krator. So yeah. I think Krator is better. Hey, either way. Uh, oh, and this is where we find out why they're calling her Usa. Right. We see this bust in the hallway of Judy that says "Lost U S A." Yeah. Uh, Krator says that Judy was part of the prophecy of she coming back, and. Uh, Oh, she's freeing oh, them. Yeah, she's gonna come back and she's gonna get us back up onto the surface, and uh, so we can rule over the apes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it definitely uh, emphasizes that they've got to take their power back from the apes. Yeah, where it's like, well, why don't you guys just go back up to the surface first and find a nice place? <laughs> yeah, it's not like the apes are up. everywhere. They just yeah. live in Ape City for the most part. They kind of cut to Urko for a second, and he. Kind of talks about how the, he thinks the Underdwellers and the humans are working together. Right. And I thought that was a little bit silly. Because, uh... Why? What? How? Why? <laughs> like, like if, if these humanoids haven't been around that much... I don't know. The paranoia in all these movies and stuff that people yeah. jump to is very quick. And I'm like, wait, what? Whoa, whoa. It's turned up to 11. Yeah. Um... <laughs> uh, they're kind of saving uh, Judy, but Crator. Uh, J- uh, oh, this is where the the everything breaks down. Well, well, Crator uh, puts him in this cell that just looks like a broom clo- broom closet. Yeah. But with no door or anything, it's in, it's in a big rock wall, and you know they can't leave because there's a force field. Right. And Judy comes along and tells them, you know, oh, seeing my ring brought me back, and it was all an act, and so. You know, when the lights dim, that means you guys can leave yourself. Yeah, I'm going to go cause a distraction. Yeah, and and it'll knock out the power so they can, you know, it'll drop the force field. She does a little more than cause the lights to dim. She (laughs) throws, like, a lantern into the big, like, center of the (laughs) giant radar dish or whatever Yeah, I wrote satellite dish as (laughs) F-U-K-T. Yeah. So, Krator says that he could get in that chair module thing that we saw earlier. Yeah. And run, like, the electricity off of himself. Yeah, of. All, the, all the mental powers that are going on. And he's using them to create projections to try to 
scare keep, them from escaping and like, keep the apes at bay because they know the, the apes, apes are bay. still looking outside yeah but he's got this giant thing all over the top of his body that's just like it makes it look like it's a big power plant node like sticking on his body yeah and it's like wow he's running this whole thing with his brain yeah that's he's pretty super cool. powerful it, yeah it seems but be, during that time when the electricity and the turbines are down a little bit uh, Urko sees where the lair opening is, so he knows like the weak spot to exploit. The weak, the weak spot to exploit. Wow. <laughs> um, and then the El- underdwellers chase everyone, um, but then they keep running back to Krator and being like, "No, we need your help." Like, yeah. Maybe if you stopped running back, <laughs> like yeah. kept chasing them. And they're just chasing them, getting away. They're getting away on like a a mine cart trolley thing yeah they're just lying on it it's just like planks <laughs> on wheels <laughs> and they're getting away like that while the other people are chasing after them shooting laser eyes but not even once hitting them no but all, all around them. them uh and then they try like tons of their illusions on everyone but they don't really have control over the minecart thing so they just go through all of the illusions, like it or not. Like they, they yeah, every like, time well, they think they're about to die. Yeah. <laughs> so they go over a pit that they say disappears. Yeah. They go through. Although planes. the animation team didn't get that memo. Yeah, because it was there the whole time. Yeah, they just went right it over. It did not disappear. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> flames. Uh, was there a third thing? Well, there were like beams hanging down, but uh, they never really addressed. No. Uh, they had tons of uh, illusions, and then then uh, Crater at least just grasps Judy with his mind powers. Yeah, he he mind warps around her. Yeah, there. he like, teleports. Yeah. her, and it's a and they're like, oh well, we can't go back. We just ran away. Like that sucks. We're gonna have to leave her again. Yeah, and so they're just leaving Judy again, and and she's back under the control again. You can tell. Yeah. So then this is a scene we need to address. We watched twice. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, Bill and Jeff escape. That's pretty much the end of that scene. And then it goes to Cornelius and Zira, who we have posited in previous episodes. And movies. And movies uh, are swingers. And they, yes. they swing, swing, did swang with, uh, with the scientists in Escape. And definitely uh, Zira and, and Taylor hit it once or twice. Um, they, they swing with the greatest of ease. <laughs> so it cuts to Cornelius and Zira just in their lab, and they're talking about, oh, I hope those boys are all right. And then um, <laughs> Zira asks, does our concern for the humanoids go beyond science? And then there's this long pause where they're staring at each other, and then they just smile creepily they both smile at each other really creepily it's like a pervy smile yeah it's it's weird (laughs) it's really weird (laughs) but it's there and read read into it what you want to but that's what we saw yeah i I just don't it it was goofy it was just a a really goofy little scene i don't sit through these movies and shows with that in mind really like, thinking, no, like, no, oh, yeah, Cornelius and Sarah uh, are perverts, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, but they, there are allusions to it, and, and we've, and we pointed all those out. Yeah, and, and so when it pops up, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, hey, wait a minute, because, 
You have to see it to believe it, folks. Yeah. Check out this episode and look at that it's smile. It's such a weird... It's like the second to last scene in the... It, it's just a really goofy scene, too. It, <laughs> it's a goofy little smile at each other. Yeah. Um, and then the end of the episode is uh, Bill and Jeff walking out of the caves. And then there's a parking meter sticking out of the ground. Oh, yeah, that the one of them kicks on the way out. Did they even kick it? I thought yeah, they Yeah, yeah, I think they kicked it. And then uh, and then it pops up and says, time expired. Time expired. But I said, yeah, that's a that's a really long meter. Right? <laughs> but Somebody I, was I like, well, park for 2,000 years. Yeah, I swear he kicked yeah, it. Yeah. Or, or at least his foot passed over it. I uh, was trying to figure out what that was in reference to, in, to society, to... The fate of the, our boys, uh, like well, I don't, New York specifically. I don't think that it was in reference to anything, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Except maybe the end of the episode, because nothing has been, nothing has been decided at this point. It's so at, dumb at all. I think it really <laughs> is just the end of the episode. Like they're trying to make it seem ominous, and oh, this is the end. But it actually, their journey is just beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're only on like at tops for on episode six or. Seven. They can't have been there for more than what a month or two at the most. I don't know. I think it's all supposed to be fairly quick together. Within a too. maybe even a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, time has no relevance on this show. <laughs> uh, movement has no relevance. Uh, dialogue has no relevance. <laughs> Linking has no relevance. Yeah, uh, you know, but we must carry on. Yeah, it, it the live action show gets really fun. We'll get there. Uh, no, I mean, I think it's still fun to do these. It's just a bit of a slog. It's and it's interesting to see the elements that they're taking too, because <laughs> it's not. It's not you. This does not fit anywhere in a timeline. And I'm a timeline guy. Oh, if I can fit it into a timeline, I am happy. Please. But no, this takes from too many different too many different bits and bobs and this idea and that idea. And it's still great and it still has a lot of the same ideas in it, but all the elements are different and <laughs> blend it together. It's just wrong. It's, it's, it doesn't fit in anywhere in any of the timelines. It just doesn't. But it's its own thing, and that's cool. So, that's the end of that episode. <laughs> that is, yeah.